Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jamie. And this is America's Asses, a gal cast. You sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm going for. Thanks. I love it. Welcome to America's Asses, a gal cast. We are an MCU centric podcast by women for everybody. Right, ladies? Absolutely. You got it. Oh, ladies, ladies, ladies. We so, got. First off, <laughs> we. Okay, we were brain dead or something last week. We were drinking the tea. And we were <laughs> because long ice teas. <laughs> yeah. We, we totally messed up on the infinity stone. So please bear with us. Please don't hate us. You know we're not perfect. We do this to- kind of late at night. So after working all day and parenting and what vacationing. Else, life yeah just life in general so yes thank you everybody for bearing with us (laughs) during our little brain fart yeah situation last I like to call this the dumbass corrections (laughs) yeah that's fitting absolutely (laughs) so what do we have to correct what were the infinity stones um I don't remember what we said was wrong but I have it written out. So for the first episode, <laughs> yeah, it was orange. Okay. For the soul, so- for the soul stone. Okay. Uh, the second episode was red for the reality stone. Okay. Three. Uh, third episode was purple for the power stone. Okay. Uh, episode four uh, was yellow, and that was for the mind stone. Ah, so each episode. Okay. There's, you know, for the first episode, so, you know, Loki was like, you know, where, where he is with himself and who he is. And, you know, the second one was reality. Like, is this real? Like, what is really happening? What's going on? Um, For the third one, it was power that they were getting. They knew that they had to overtake the TVA and they were trying to get back and obviously figuring out that they have more powers themselves Mm -hmm. uh and then the fourth episode was uh the mind stone okay yes so i know um we're about to cover episode five but what color do you think the the fifth episode was green i had green 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 you're right it was it was green you're right green because it's time and it's like well, we'll, we'll, Jamie we'll will get cover into it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be all the different variants in different times. And that was your dumbass corrections. <laughs> 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 oh, God. At least we admit it. You know, we know we're not perfect. Right. We know it. Jeez. Yeah. OG six plus, you know, they know. They know us. They know us. <laughs> yeah. So we've got. Um, some scheduling um, things to let our listeners know about. Um, so obviously we are recording this on Monday. This will be out on Wednesday morning at the latest. Hopefully I can get it out tomorrow night. 
Um, and then the next week, our neck, and then the last episode, we're going to cover the last episode of Loki and that episode will be out on the 21st. And then we're taking a little break. Um, we're not going to have, um, an episode the, the week of the 25th, we're not going to have an episode, but we're going to have probably two episodes the first week in August. Uh, and we're going to cover Black Widow in those two episodes. And then we're going to have uh, the third Black Widow episode uh, the week of August 8th. And then that will bring us into What If. Very so excited. Yes. And what's going to be so beautiful about that is we are going to start recording together, actually in the same room in for that. In person. What is that? I know. <laughs> First time ever. Yes. yes it's going to be very exciting. So um, just so you know, we've got two episodes of Loki coming up and then three episodes of Black Widow, but we are going to take a one week break because um, our... Our lovely lady, Jamie here has a humongous project that she is finishing up and it's amazing that she is participating, uh, fully with this podcast. <laughs> I am amazed. She amazes me every day when I think about Aww. this seriously. Uh, so we're going to let her just have a whole week off and we are, um, yeah. So that's just so everybody knows what to expect coming up. So um, the dates of our next episodes will be the 14th, which is this episode, uh, the 21st. Then there will be two episodes released back to back on August 4th, and then another episode on August 11th. And then it will keep going from there. Uh, we'll cover what if from there, just, just to clear that out. Yeah. That's what Yay. I, okay. I think that's all like our business, right? That's all the business. No, oh, no wait, we, our we, exciting news. Oh, like, we have exciting news. Like, okay. Exciting news. Exciting news. We who wants to do it? You want? No, not me. You. Okay. We were named one of 50 Marvel podcasts. You must follow in 2021 by Feedspot. Oh, like legit. legit. And not just top 50. We were number 26. Yeah. Out of 50. Yeah. So we're almost the top half. So that's like ladies. That's fucking huge. Yes, it's, it's awesome. And it's all because of you two and the OG Six Plus. Oh, so please, thank you um, all for listening. You two, <laughs> um, you two. Okay, all three of us. Let's just yes. say it. the three of us work very well together. But let me tell you, it, we have to thank you uh, to our listeners because without yes. you guys, y'all rock. Guys, you guys yeah, rock. Right? You help promote us all the time. And we thank you so much. This little community that we have, um, that we have now this like little family that we have on Instagram and Facebook and just, you guys are just fantastic. And we cannot thank you guys enough. We're growing, uh, slowly, but surely. And, um, it's all because of our OG six plus, we can't thank you guys enough. 
man, yes. thank you, it's thank you, thank really you. exciting, really, really exciting. And thank you to Feedspot, man. That's just when we that's started this, amazing. never did we think that would ever be a possibility. We we're like, oh, well, gives us three broads something to do. Right. right. It was like a hobby, something fun yeah. to do where we could vent and talk about, you know, hot Marvel guys and yep. right. what and these theories mean and share everything means something. Right. And share and share Marvel dick pics with each other, well, you know? Yeah. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> exciting news yeah all right now on to marvel news yeah (laughs) so black widow dropped on friday holy man man talk about breaking records holy shit Seriously, I got the numbers right here. Walt Disney Company said Sunday that Black Widow generated an estimated 80 million in ticket sales in North America, combined with 78 million from international theaters and at least Mm -hmm. 60 million in Disney Plus Premier Access rentals. Black Widow grossed, yeah, yeah, Black Widow grossed over $215 million in the first weekend. Damn. We were, we were just really excited even though we did not go to the theater to see it, mm-hmm. we still had popcorn. Yeah, I made homemade popcorn. And it was still cheaper than going to the theater. And we loved that we could take a potty break <laughs> and yep. pause it. I know. I was like, I pause. Can we pause this for a second? So that's our Marvel News. Let's go, baby. What you got? I got tidbit so i'm gonna be interjecting Thank god mm-hmm. all, right. all right bring it because i just did the recap we got you we got you girl we got mm-hmm. six. i know i know all right okay so episode five of loki um obviously starts out like all others it starts out with a recap of what happened in episode four um, and then the opening scenes of episode five, we see all five Lokis in the void. I'm out. And, uh, oh, go ahead. I got a tidbit. So the title Journey into Mystery is a reference to the comic of the same name that Thor made his first appearance in. Yes, I have that too. After we see the five Lokis in the void, we then cut to um, being in the dungeon of the TVA and Sylvie is questioning Ravana about all the details about everything that's been going on. I got a tidbit. We're going to go back to the beginning really quickly. And in the opening, when we see um, in the TVA, you can see the timeline like monitor Mm-hmm. And on the monitor, it says um, Oak Island. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a, okay, so Oak Island is a super cool and, but a super duper long story, but basically a really super cool story. You should do the Googler and look up Oak Island in Nova Scotia because um, that is where people for over 200 years have been trying to find a hidden pirate chamber. 
And um, it's a really long and complicated story, but it's really fascinating. And I just thought that was awesome that they had Oak Island, Nova Scotia, which is they have a lot of urban myths in referenced in this episode, a lot of urban myths. And it's, and it's also a show called Curse of Oak Island on the History Channel, which ah. I'm sure all the guys and the dads have seen. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> that and all the the world war ii shows yeah <laughs> oh, and the pickers sure. and the yeah. concerts <laughs> and all that <laughs> you know mr big doesn't watch that stuff he watches like well he does watch like music documentaries like the history of black sabbath and you know stuff like that yeah punk the same thing. Get there. he's still young first wave <laughs> punk yeah he yeah. is even though he is my much older husband, he's still pretty young. <laughs> yes, he is. Definitely. So in uh, back at the TBA, um, Sylvie is questioning Ravana, and Ravana is saying that Loki isn't dead. I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> All right. I have another tidbit that was supposed to go right next to the first one. I am so sorry. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. Um, I have another tidbit after Oak Island. Um, the symbol on the timekeeper's door that looks like an hourglass or an infinity symbol kind of thing, like two triangles meeting at the one tip, um, is actually, uh, it could actually be a Degas which is a Norse ruin that represents the end of a path and an awakening. It also balance it. It also is the balance between negative and positive energy and between light and dark. So if you think about it, this is Loki's entire arc through the entire MCU through the series in North and in Norse mythology, which brings me to a, somewhat eh kind of theory observation an observation i wouldn't say a theory i wouldn't go as far as saying it's a i theory. have an observation i wonder well, if it's the same why don't you go you let me know the if you notice which we had seen in the end of last episode and then you know when ravana and sylvia are talking behind the timekeepers if you notice there's like red light behind them mm -hmm. in a different shape it also resembles a ruin yes. like we had seen in WandaVision. Oh. Yeah. So, so it could, that could also reference why Loki and Sylvia's powers, they can't use them in the TVA. Yeah. Because there's some sort of ruin Damn. magic spell. Yep. Yep. I agree. That well, was exactly. Be. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Was that where you were going to say, Nikki? Yeah, that was exactly okay. what I was going to say. Good. Oh, this is why we're friends. We read each other's minds. Yeah. <laughs> this is, a, yeah, I, I just, I wonder if that has anything to do. Who is putting the ruins up so they can't use their powers? Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if we're going to find out next episode. There's, the okay, we episode. just, we need to prepare ourselves, ladies, for not, finding out a lot and getting a big fucking cliffhanger because you know what there's supposed to be that's three what they've done well there's supposed to be three seasons of loki 
This is the first one that Kevin Feige said, yeah, we're having at least three seasons of Loki. So there's going to be a cliffhanger. We're not going to get answers. But at least we know it's coming back. So yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, in the dungeon of the TVA, um, Sylvia's questioning Ravana about all the details about everything that's going on. And Ravana tells her that Loki isn't dead. And, you know, she's, she's trying to play the game. She's saying, well, I want to know who lied to me. And it's like, mm, do we believe you? Do we not? No, I, I don't believe her. No. no. Um, she knows damn well what's going on. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And she just doesn't want to let on because she's afraid of Sylvie. Hell yeah, Um, she should be. (laughs) They're saying that, you know, they moved to a place on the timeline where time doesn't keep going. Um, They're, you know, they're talking about how the end of time is still being written and the timekeepers are transforming the end of time into a utopia. And Ravana says that, you know, nothing ever comes back from there. And that she says that she can help Sylvie if she trusts her and then she hands over the temp pad, which. Why would she do that? I think she was playing like the slow game. Like, I, I think she was like, all right, let's see. Yeah. What, let's see where what you're going to give up. So yeah. it's like a sign of good faith, like here. Because yeah. I, I think she knows she can get it back. Um, but I, how so- did she think she was going to get it back? Like, did she really think she was going to get, well, yeah, because she had her goon. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say she did. Yeah. Um, so then she, you know, hands over the temp ad. Then back at the void, the Lokis are on the run and Loki, that's so weird to say. The Lokis are on the run and Loki wants to know what's going on and they're kind of being evasive and they're talking about how, you know, Eliath is the shark and they're in the tank. And um, Loki says, you know, that they survive. That's what they do. Okay. I have, a, I have a few tidbits here. One, Eliath. He's exactly how he appears in the comics. Like a vapor kind of thing, right? Uh, but in the comics, Renslayer actually set Eliath free, but then she was forced to ask the Avengers to help her defeat Eliath because she done fucked up. And then Eliath ended up being used as a pawn by King the Conqueror. Hmm. Who just keeps reoccurring and reoccurring. There's so many references to him in this episode alone. And Eliath was co-created by Mobius M. Mobius inspiration slash model mark grunwald that we had referenced in the first episode ah he's referenced he there's so many a couple tip, times in this episode yeah so many tips of the hat to him yeah mm-hmm. and then how adorable is kid loki i am just saying <laughs> through the whole i'm like you are just so adorable you little boy oh my god but anyway go ahead but he's ruling I know. I mean, I just, I like the character. He's like, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah. I think he was just a cute kid and he's definitely, I mean, obviously they're definitely setting up young Avengers. I mean, all oh, of definitely. the young Avengers 
have either been have had cameos or they will have a show you know because mm-hmm. hawkeye you know his daughter but not his daughter we went through this <laughs> that was another dumbass moment <laughs> uh kate bishop is coming up in hawkeye yeah mm-hmm. so but there's um, some background easter eggs here too do you have any Alyssa? um we have the um what looks like the avengers tower that's in fact the I'm not, it's Q E N G Tower. Which is for Kong Incorporated. Is that with it? Is that yeah, how you Kong is Kong is spelled with a Q. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's the headquarters of Kong Enterprises, the company that Tony Stark mistakenly sold the old Avengers Tower to in the comics. Yep. Another reference to Kong. Yep. And then there was Thanos's helicopter, like the one he flew yes. in Spidey Super Stories number 39. Uh, and then there was the giant yellow jacket helmet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's also, a... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there are a ton of background Easter eggs. So, I mean, we may have... I tried to... The ones I have, I tried to put them in order to the episode mm-hmm. but i mean i'm sure i'm gonna lose track because there were s- literally so many so uh just a quick reference for the thanos copter mm-hmm. um the giant two-sided blade weapon that uh thanos yields in avengers endgame has been considered uh by many to be like the her um helicopter propeller Oh, that's cute. That's cool. <laughs> so yes, that makes sense. It does. Capture. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It looks like. It yeah, does. It looks, it looks like, like a the helicopter blades. blade. Yeah. It, huh. Nice. All right, James. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Please un- unpack all this. That'd be great. Okay. Um, so Kid Loki, um, is saying, you know, that his Nexus event was killing his brother Thor, which <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. And the look on, like, our Loki's face was like, shit, Wait, he actually did <laughs> right. it? Well, because yeah. he, he was questioning, like, why wear, why he wears, um, you know, the horns. And he was right. like, well, my Nexus event was killing Thor. It's like, oh, right. shit. Okay, I guess you are the superior <laughs> Loki here. Hmm. So then all the Lokis uh, descend into a hideout and that's where there's a shit ton of stuff going on. Um, one of the things that I noticed it and I didn't quite notice it at first on the first watch, but when I watched it a second time, like I obviously saw Thor's hammer, but then I thought Thor was in a jar, but it was actually frog Thor called Throg, <laughs> which I was like, wait a minute. I was, I just, I wasn't expecting that. It was pretty funny. Um, and in, he's in a jar and the jar has a T365 written on it. And this is probably one of the only things that I really picked up on. <laughs> and um, that is a nod to Thor issue number 365. Um, and it was from 1966. And it featured Loki transforming Thro- Thor into a frog, hence frog. Yeah, nice. I have that too. Very good. And Chris Helmsworth actually uh, did the cameo voice for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I read that. My uh, Mr. Big told me that. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if that was true. I just, well, I, just I read it. Like, so. trusted him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Phew. <laughs> Um, there, there were some other things that I, I saw too. And, um, there seems to be like lunch trays, like all over yeah, by yeah. the, by the hanger. There's lunch trays pretty much everywhere. What are those about? Do you know? And there uh-huh. were some theories that I was reading, um, that the lunch trays are actually from the TVA. That's where I, I had seen that, but I, that's what it was kind of referencing but they didn't specifically say that it they were like tva trays but like we see when mobius is having you know his salad right. lunch there's a tray right so i mean that what would the trays sense, so. but why would they put the tray well everyone who gets pruned goes into the void so like what if they everybody has their to, own tray or maybe like you know it just so happened they got pruned in the lunchroom oh true very true. You know, you're yeah. supposed to get and all of a sudden lunch. Right. right. <laughs> They're like, you dare complain about mystery meat Monday? You're pruned. <laughs> Zap, you're pruned. You're gone. <laughs> I just want to tacos. Where's my tater oh, tots? <laughs> Oh, right. I want okay, mac and cheese. <laughs> where's my lunch? Where's my lunch lady pizza? Man, yeah. <laughs> lunchroom pizza was the best. Oh, mm-hmm. oh God. All right. We're not going to go down that. We got a lot to cover. So back at the TBA, um, Ravana asks Miss Minutes for files for the beginning of time. And Sylvie asks for files for the end of time. And Ravana says that, you know, there is nothing to lock onto to get to the void because it doesn't exist. You know, it, it's just the void and then it goes on to the end of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miss Minutes goes, well, what about the void spaceship? <gasps> and she was like, I'll look for the files. So the so, way she, the way she's like, yes, the prototype, like she was like, they were in on it. Yeah. Like there was like, that was their secret code or something because she was like, oh, let me look for that. And then she's like, just going really slow. And then she's pausing and it's like, and they're like anything. And she's like, it's just taking a little longer they're super classified like she's totally and we find and we find out the ravana is stalling because the tva agents break in to the room yeah um but then sylvie ends up stealing the temp pad in the meantime Mm -hmm. and she like hides and then sylvie goes you almost had me fooled there Mm -hmm. like i said sylvie was kind of just throwing her a bone to see what she would give up right Mm -hmm. um and ravana says well you know she can surrender and you know she'll put her in an, a time loop with good memories if you have any. Like, what's in your bitch? Yeah, what's in your bitch, please? Um. So then uh, Sylvie kind of like hypes herself up and she oh. locks onto the the pruning stick and she self prunes. Wait, you missed the oh oh the most romantic what? part. 
She says, when, when, when Ravana said, if you have any happy memories, she, you know, she cocked the thing and she goes, I only have one. And then she self pruned. (gasps) I took that as her only good memory is Loki. Oh, Oh, I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, you're, you're right. Barf. Yeah. Gag, but kind of, but I mean, I've been thinking about it. Would it be incest or would it be, (laughs) or yes, would it just be masturbation? (laughs) What would it be? (laughs) Well, if two Lokis love each other, is it masturbation? Or is it no? Because they're two separate, but they're the same body. Two separate bodies, one being. Yeah, two so different be- versions of the same person. So, I think it's incest. Incest, yeah. Because, well, considering we want them to be like brother and sister, yes, it would be incest. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm going with the I type of relationship we want. For them, so, right, he's nasty. Let's but just they, say incest. But they are clearly in love. Yeah. they are yeah they're clearly in love so she better come out Especially and say i'm not a loki on. i'm just i'm not a loki variant she better say i'm the enchantress maybe she becomes the enchantress so it doesn't look or appear to be incest still barf <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say it doesn't make it any better yeah, <laughs> you're right all right all right yeah no but all right. So anyway, <laughs> um, back in the Loki layer, they, the other Lokis are sharing stories and, and talking about their Nexus events. And Loki says that they're supposed to die because Thanos kills them after Ragnarok. Yeah. And everyone just kind of looks at him. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Oh, so they're all sitting around talking and um, they're talking about, you know, the, the magic of the Lokis and loki um casts a projection okay so future loki it's so hard when you just say loki wait future which, loki is, which one's future oh, loki the old guy he's loki classic in the future loki. that's classic, classic loki. loki why am i calling him future loki i don't know he could be future loki. loki who the hell knows there's so many of them it's confusing I'm confused. Like, I don't even like, the one in one the cost, the one with like the comic book costume. Yeah, yeah, it's classic Loki. Okay. So what should I like? Shall I call him from now on? Whatever you're comfortable with. I keep calling him Future Loki. Then let's call him Future Loki, just so we know that um, Richard Grant E. Grant. Grant Richard Grant plays Future Loki. According to America's asses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I don't want you to get confused with your notes because he's all over the place on this. So he really is. Mm-hmm. There's and a lot of him in there. I had to like make some sort of distinction between the yeah. Lokis. Oh, uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's yeah. easy, you know, with like kid Loki and alligator Loki, but yeah. Yeah. So I was just calling him flu- future Loki. Okay. Um, Lukey Loki. <laughs> Lukey Loki. <laughs> we did funny. that. We did that last week too. We called him Lukey. 
So future Loki was saying how he cast a projection and faked his death and then removed himself from the equation. And he lived out his life in solitude until he got lonely and missed his brother. And so he said, you know, once he stepped off the planet, the TVA arrived. Um, And he, he makes the statement that, you know, they're the God of outcasts, which kind of made me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of made Loki sad too. Like, shit that's what the other versions of myself think we are that kind of sucks right? <laughs> right and they all kind of they all kind of were like in agreement with that yeah like, yep which yeah. is why we're all here can i so, point out can i just point out that while they're yeah. all drinking wine um kid loki is drinking old school 1989 ecto cooler high c I saw 12 that. 12-year-old Nikki got all nostalgic because that was my jam. Ecto-coolers, oh, they were so good. (laughs) Did you also see that the wine that they were drinking was like box wine from Roxcart? I did. Right. Or something. Yeah. It was a Roxy wine. wine. Roxy wine, yeah. And... The song playing, the song I sent you today, I texted you. Mm -hmm. So the music playing um, in the underground bowling alley is, okay, it's Wonderwall. It's a cover of Wonderwall by Oasis Mm -hmm. um, by the Mike Flowers Pops. That's what the band's called. And their cover of Wonderwall. And it is, you need to look it up. It's called Mike Flowers Pops Wonderwall. It is wild and crazy. It is 60s yep. mod poppy. I'm here for it and I love it. <laughs> and I love it. Definitely a different take on the version that we know. <laughs> Definitely a different take on the version virgin virgin. What? Oof. And the version we know, yes. But yeah, I just wanted to point it out because I love that song and I noticed it. And so I looked, I did the- um, Shazam. That's it. I shazammed it. (laughs) Shazam. That's, hey, wrong, wrong comic book. Oh. (laughs) Shazam was DC. Okay. So um, Loki says that he is going back to the TVA. He says that he's good at escaping, which we've clearly seen evidence from mm-hmm. all of his, uh, you know, escape attempts and successes that he's had in his life. Mm-hmm. And um, Kid Loki says he's different, but Loki says he's the same. He says mm. that Sylvie is the one who's different and she needs him. Yeah. So, uh, okay, but I don't know. do we think that she needs him? Eh. But he eh. thinks she needs him because he, in his mind, is the superior of all the Lokis. Right. So it's not yeah. an uncommon thing for him True. to say. Okay. All right. All right. You know I'm what like, I mean? That's an egotistical fucking thing to say. You know who you're talking about. Yeah. Which is Loki. You're absolutely right. Very egotistical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not out of his character. Nope. nope. In the background, when they're talking there, there's a game um, called Polybus, 
like in the background, there's all these video games. Mm -hmm. One was called Polybus. And that's another nod to an urban legend. Another urban legend. There's quite a few. This is in reference to the myth about a video game created by the Pentagon to control people's minds. Complete urban myth, but and the it was supposed to be called Polybus. So, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So Loki says that his plan is that he wants to kill Eliath because he thinks killing Eliath will, um, you know, solve all the problems, and that you know Loki could use all of the other Loki's help, and they all bust out laughing hysterically. They're like, whatever, dude. Right. So he's kind of like, whatever. So he goes to open up the hatch and sees all of these other Lokis staring down at him. (laughs) Like, oh, fuck. Like surrounding the opening of like the lair. And he's like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So now it cuts to Sylvie waking up and she sees Eliath. And Eliath is trying to get her. So she runs and she comes across a pizza car. Before you go any further, found Easter eggs. I got two for this scene. We see Stonehenge, which Dr. Selvig was running around naked in Thor Dark World. Remember? Mm-hmm. So we see Stonehenge there, but we also see the Sphinx, but he has a nose attached. And in the comics, King the Conqueror used a Sphinx as a time machine. So another clue to King the Conqueror. Yep. And that's all I got for background Easter eggs. (laughs) Yeah. So Sylvie comes across a pizza car. It looks like Pizza Planet, doesn't it? From Toy Story. I was just going to say that. Oh, they're saying Pizza Planet and Mobius is driving it. And um, Lightning McQueen is driving the pizza. Ka-chow! See? Lightning McQueen is driving the pizza planet truck. Bam. Bam. So yeah, just like Alyssa said, um, Sylvie hops into the pizza car and notices that it's Mobius driving. And he makes a comment like, oh, you just get into cars with strangers? Like, no, (laughs) dude, she's running for her fucking life. I would get into anything that's going exactly. away from As what's attacking. That's me. faster right. than me running. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So meanwhile, the Lokis are, um, the other Lokis enter the lair and boastful Loki says that he sold them out because he wanted to be king and literally mayhem ensues. Such a Loki thing to do. Literally. And so um well president loki was like uh, uh, uh. yeah president loki's like oh so what you thought then everybody turned on him and then everybody started fighting everybody <laughs> and our loki is just like in the background just shaking his head like right like, and then the alligator fuck? loki bit off his hand yes which like a whole lot of shit was going down yeah um tidbit to that with um getting when alligator loki bites off president loki's hand um it's the mcu star wars tradition of somebody getting their hand cut off just like um in phase two of mcu where loki pretends to cut off thor's hand 
Bucky loses his hand, well, uh-huh. arm, and then Groot uh, also loses his hand. Ah, <gasps> I little, like that connection. Ah, little. Uh, so that's yep. a little a little tip of the hat to Luke Skywalker. So, and then I had two quick tidbits before the fight. Go for so, it. President Loki mentions they prefer snakes to wolves, which is a nod to Norse mythology where Loki's children include a snake and a wolf. Whoa. And among President Loki's group, we see um, a Loki that uses his hair as as horns, (laughs) um, which we saw in episode two. Um, when Mobius was running through all the Loki variants, you know, like where we see Loki as like Lance Armstrong. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. There's one that has a Loki that looks like his hair is horns. That's horny Loki. Remember we called him horny Loki. Loki. (laughs) I thought horny Loki was boastful Loki. No, we called him horny Loki. (laughs) I thought boastful Loki was horny Loki. I thought he was a horny Loki too. Oh, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Two That's against the one. one. I was I referencing. It. I get it. Okay. Sorry. Loki's just horny anyway. Um, we're all horny. Right. Come on. I was like, who's not at this point? Yeah, right. Well, I, I have a tidbit for when they're fighting. Did you notice that when, um, when future Loki projects them, kid Loki throw, they do get help with the alligator. Yeah, he tosses yeah. the alligator he at them. The alligator yeah, at them. The hologram of them, and like shot put, like Hoo. yeah. <laughs> That's like, like, just like I'm not doing get help. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then it's like do get it. help, my brother's hair. Get help, and he just throws them at people. So yeah, just like you guys said, the uh, kid Loki tosses alligator Loki, and everybody starts fighting. And our Loki is just kind of standing by, watching all this happening, and um. That is when future Loki or classic Loki, whatever we're going to call him, um, he casts a projection and it's the door and Loki, kid Loki, alligator Loki, and classic Loki all escape elsewhere. Yeah, why did he stay? He stayed because he wants to be king and he's fighting. Okay. Well, then he was the asshole who gave up their hiding spot. True. I wouldn't fucking want him with me either. True. Right. Okay. Okay. So they um they make the statement that whenever they try to fix themselves, they all end up going there to the void to die. Like it just happens. Like that you try to do better for yourself, and then bam, you get pruned and you end up in the void, which is really a sad statement. Yeah. Right? Sad. yeah. That is yeah. really sad. Um, and Loki says he believes that Sylvie can be the one to help them. And they all agree to get him close enough to Elias. Um, so back in the pizza car, um, Mobius and Sylvie are talking. And Mobius thought that the TVA were the good guys. Because in his mind, the ends justify the means. But he realized that he was severely wrong. And Sylvie says, you know, the answer is going back to the angry cloud, as she called Elias. Yeah. So quick tidbit. The, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you noticed that there was a hula girl on the dashboard in the pizza bar. 
but it is um, the Hula Girl was previously spotted in Agents of Shield, and was linked to Coulson and the Tahiti Project. You know, like where he comes back. Oh that yeah, was yeah. Project, um, and then in WandaVision, when um, Darcy and Vision, yes. Yes. Struck, there was the Hula yes. Girl in there as well. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's making the rounds. <laughs> And, and the license plate. Did you get the license oh, plate? Yes. Do it. I do. The license plate uh, that on the car that Mobius is driving is GRNW1D, as in Gruenwald. And so that's the second reference to Mark Gruenwald, the Marvel writer and editor who Mobius is based on. Yeah, lots of lots of tip of the hats to him. And rightfully mm-hmm. so, right? Oh, and when they're escaping, uh, there's a theater marquee for Wrightsville Theater, and Wrightsville, Pennsylvania was also seen on the TVA timeline monitor in episode four. Ooh, deep dive there. I love it. Wow. Holy crap, Alyssa. You ladies are killing it tonight. That's all I got for the car. (laughs) (laughs) I got, all I I had was- That's good. I got nothing for the car. Okay. So Loki says that his plan is to get inside Eliath and find its brain and kill it. Okay. Um, brain part, whatever controls it. Yeah, whatever yeah. controls it. He, he wants to kill it. Yeah. Um, as he's talking, Eliath then opens up its void and dumps a ship, which is the USS Eldridge. And... Um, Another urban myth, ladies. Uh-huh. Really? Yes. It's another urban myth. Uh, it's the Philadelphia experiment, basically. And this myth says that the Navy brought a ship, i.e. the USS Eldridge, to dock to equip it with technology to make it invisible to radar. But then it completely disappeared and nobody knows where it went all the all the soldiers or whatever the seamen whatever you call them yeah they all sorry we're all marines in our family whatever whatever you call the navy people uh seamen sailors sailors that's it sailors (laughs) (laughs) sorry so i did not snort that was nikki yes that was i saw bitch you know i'm cutting that shit out okay (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not. So, uh, but yeah, every, all the sailors and the ship, everything just completely disappeared and they don't know where it went. Yep. But that's an urban myth. Hasn't been proven, but I'm sure if we look on like ancient aliens, have you watched ancient aliens? I'm sure, I'm sure they cover it. <laughs> oh, I've, I've seen some, but I'm sure they probably yeah, have something. I'm sure they, yeah. <laughs> Do my homework. I'll figure it out. So after Eliath um, dumps the ship, Loki says that Eliath will go after the big meal. And while Eliath is preoccupied, that they could sneak in the back. And then all of a sudden, Eliath devours the ship. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little surprised by that. Um, and so that makes Loki uh, realize that they need to rethink their plan. <laughs> um, 
so then all of a sudden in the distance, they see movement and they notice that a car, a pizza car is coming towards them and they all kind of get on high alert. And, um, when the car stops, Sylvie gets out and Loki runs toward her. Um, yeah, yeah like that was, that was oh. a sweet moment. Yeah. You I'll cannot you tell me, it, you cannot tell me that it's weird. It is weird. It was still a sweet moment, but it's eh, something doesn't right. Yeah. All right. Um, so Loki says that, you know, they have a plan and that they're going to kill Elias. And Sylvie says, She's like, go ahead. What? She's like, um, you're going to kill it? The that person was your plan? Who, yeah, like that was your plan. <laughs> she said, you know, the, the person who's behind everything is beyond Elias, and that Elias is, you know, kind of like the, the protector, the gateway keeper, you know, protecting what's beyond Elias, and that they need to get past it, not kill it. And to do so, she's going to enchant it. That's awesome. Can I just say, I love this series mainly because it makes all the men look like doofuses. (laughs) She is the brains behind the operation. She's like, seriously, that was your fucking great idea. Consistently through this entire series, she has been the brains of this operation. Mm -hmm. I I love it. I just fucking, you know, what? another thing I love, I read uh, the other day is that um, the, the um, costume designer designed her mm-hmm. costume to be able to breastfeed her child. Yeah. Fucking that amazing. Awesome. I love, women. you know, working, working moms. <laughs> right. God, it's awesome. Okay. So uh, back at the TVA, uh, Ravana walks into a room and um, kind of behind like a secret door. Oh, we see uh, I forgot. it open. I oh, forgot. I'm so sorry. I forgot. I have some background Easter eggs for when okay. Loki and they're all outside the pizza car comes up. So in the background, now I'm not sure. I think this is where we see it. In the background, we see Ronan, the accuser's dark aster, which is a Cree warship. That's Mm -hmm. in the background. We also see Red Skull's rocket ship from Captain America, the first Avenger. It's like, and this is where we see it. It's like like, the helicarrier. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's like Um, a shield helicarrier. Yeah. Yes. There's also a statue of the head of the quote, living tribunal, which in the comics, he is the end all be all judge of existence like he is the he's god basically he's been mentioned in the mcu before in dr strange when steven was training and the staff that was being used to train him with what was his name i can't remember his name the 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 guy who trained him fuck in dr strange oh god i that's terrible i forgot his name anyway he takes the staff out and he said, this was the, the staff of the living tribunal. So, and then there's this big head of him in the background. So that is all I have for background Easter eggs for that section. For now. <laughs> for now, because there's more. Okay. So back at the TVA, Ravana walks into a room and um, we see that there's kind of like a, a secret hidden door. Mordo. Sorry. Mordo. 
Well, that's it. His name is Mordo. When Mordo is training Dr. Strange or. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Oh my Sorry, God. I just thank pulled you. it up. Perfect. No, thank you. Thank you. Because I did see that too. And I forgot yeah. his name. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. So back at the TVA, uh, Ravana walks into a room and behind like a secret door, we see that B-15 is being held captive. And Ravana says, you know, she's questioning her. She said like, you freed the variant and you were disloyal. And she says, you know, the timekeepers aren't real and that people need the truth. And Ravana says that they need stability. And so she's questioning B-15 and wants to know, you know, information about Sylvie. She wants to know what drives her. And B-15 says revenge and killing the timekeepers. But since there are no timekeepers, she'll be looking for whoever created them. Yep. You know, that this, oh, go ahead. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just agreeing with you, girl. Um, Mm. Ravana says that this isn't just about protecting the TVA, that she wants to find whoever is behind this too. And B-15 says Sylvia will find them first because she needs it. Which is a super powerful statement. Very powerful. She does need it. She needs to be like, fuck you, asshole, for ruining yeah. my life. Right. You know? Yeah. So she she needs it. Just she wants because more, I'm so. a woman. Just because I was born a girl. Yeah, asshole. That's he who what 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 was the guy's name? He who not must not be named, but <laughs> The guy who created the TVA, the last timekeeper, and he's the one who created the timekeepers. So yeah. maybe it's not Kang. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Now I'm second guess. No, I'm not going back unpack. because we know. I'm not <laughs> going back. I'm not going back. It's Kang. I'm not going back because look what every fucking yeah, series. I, every fucking come series. This far. Yeah, stop. One episode left. Just stop. Okay. Right. I'll stop. Yes. I'll stop. I'll stop. You're okay. right. So anyway, because you're stopping, um, Ravana walks out of the room and uh, she asks Miss Minutes for files on the beginning of time, and um, you know she needs to find them. So then, cuts back to the void, and um, they're sitting around a fire. The Loki's are sitting around a fire. And, you know, Mobius is saying that he wants to tell people the truth. Um, And then we see, you know, Loki and Sylvie are off talking, just the two of them. I've got, I've got a Mobius tidbit here. Well, not tidbit. It's like a question. So in that little powwow there, Mobius is like, I don't remember alligator Loki. So do you think that he's just one variant of Mobius, right? They have probably other Mobiuses, right? Because in the comics, there are several Mobiuses and they're all clones. So maybe one of them pruned the alligator. Ah, uh, just a, you know, I'm sure. That's an idea. That's what I was thinking. Oh, see, I was thinking that alligator Loki was probably pruned before Mobius became a TV or that, agent yeah or when that. he was just like a, a variant but wait and then and then Ravana remember back um I don't remember what episode it was uh where he she's like you know 
I have other agents. Don't think you're my only agent. And then she yelled at other Mobiuses (laughs) because she has other Mobiuses. And, but she goes, but you're my favorite, but she has other Mobiuses also too. Mobius is like, what about the rings on this table? Who made these rings? She's like, you did because maybe it was from the other Mobius variants making the rings on her coffee table. Oh yeah. I'm just putting it out there. I, um, I don't know. It's just a question. I agree. Yeah. It's a good question, right? It is a really good question. Yeah. So Loki and Sylvie are kind of off on their own, uh, just the two of them talking. And Sylvie says, you know, Mobus really cares about you. Aww. Which they had a bond. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of chilly. So Loki conjures up a cloak and Sylvie goes, well, can you conjure me up a new outfit? she's like this is pretty restricting yeah yeah um Sylvie was making the statement you know saying how um Mobius had said you know the the Nexus event between Loki and Sylvie you know how it was something that could bring down the TVA and you know she was like well it was probably a lie even though it was a nice moment Mm -hmm. hence the barf that's probably what threw me off. Also, another barf was, you know, that they say they're cold, but aren't they both frost giants? So wouldn't they not get cold? True, very so true. Was it, is this just an excuse to like snuggle very up true. with each other? Yes, but, it was an excuse. I am not on incest. I'm not on the incest yeah. train. I don't think it's incest. I think it's more of masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's sweet. I think it's sweet. I think she's, I, yeah, I like it. I like how subtle it is and how innocent it is, but yet they're like, they're really nervous about saying, um, about bringing forth their feelings to each other about experience. Um, what is it? Admitting their feelings for each other. They're very nervous about mm-hmm. that. Um, but when it comes to kicking ass and taking names, they're all fucking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, I think it was sad when she said she didn't have anybody, though. Yeah, that's what she says mm-hmm. next. She says that she doesn't have any friends or anyone for that for that matter. And And Loki says, well, it isn't everything. And he says, you know, well, saving the universe is more important. Yeah. He was trying to make her feel better. Um, And then Loki ends up sharing his blanket with her. And then Sylvie goes, well, how will I know in the final moments that you won't betray me? And then Loki (gasps) says that he's betrayed everyone he's ever loved. And that's not who he is anymore. And he won't let her down. Okay. There's such a sweet part to that. But then again, in the same Ugh. breath, I want to be like, <laughs> what a fucker? Like, I haven't heard that before. What a line. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I truly feel like this has been like his, like his catalyst moment. Like he really Absolutely. has changed. He's, yeah, so. definitely I so. redeemed himself. Yes. Um, And so the comment is made how, you know, after they take down the TVA, there might be a timeline for Loki to rule. Like, um i'm I'm cool and, with that 
Yeah, and so Loki asks what Sylvie will do when this is over, and she honestly has no idea. And then Loki goes, well, maybe we can figure it out together. Oh! Bark. So sweet! Oh! You two can puke all you want. I'm going to relish in this masturbation. <laughs> Go for it. Relationship. You do you. Yeah, you do you, boo. Literally. <laughs> Literally, I do me. And that the, the Loki-Sylvie relation, budding relationship is sweet. I am team in love. I'm team grossed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so um the loki's and mobius are all watching Eliath, and mobius asks what the next move is and sylvie says that in Eliath knows where the people or the persons behind all of this is and um she makes a statement that when it hit her earlier she saw something and she linked to it so she thinks that if she's close enough to it, that she can enchant it and it will take her to whoever is behind all of this. And then Loki says he's staying and where Sylvie goes, he goes. And Mobius asks if the other Lokis wanted to get out of there because he's going to go back to the TBA. And they said that, you know, they've survived this long. They know what they're doing and they're staying. So... Oh kid loki gives loki a sword for the journey um and they all kind of part ways i have a tidbit about the flaming dagger the flaming dagger could be leviathan a sword that loki forged uh to slay a rooster uh in norse mythology so just so you know norse mythology is like fucking crazy crazy so yeah, so basically Loki forged a, da- a flaming dagger so he could kill a rooster. Like not just any old rooster, a giganto rooster. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, yeah, that's all I got for that part. That's what I had. Okay. Okay. So Mobius opens the door and says to Loki, well, it looks like you got away again. And Loki says, I always do. And so Loki asks Mobius what he will do at the TBA, and Mobius says that he will burn into the ground. Nice. Nice. And, damn Skippy. Um, damn Skippy. And that was for him the spark that he needed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's what he says. So, Thanks for the spark. Yeah. Yeah. So Loki and Mobius hug. And Loki thanks him. And then Mobius whispers to Sylvie <laughs> that you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so then Mobius heads through the door. And then we see Sylvie and Loki now head off toward Eliath. Oh, boy. This is Loki where shit asks, gets real. Oh, yeah. Loki asks Sylvie, what if they don't have time to wait for a branch? And she says that they will just have to cause a distraction. And Loki kind of hesitates and then runs off towards Eliath. And Sylvie starts, you know, the beginnings of her enchantment. So Loki starts waving his flaming sword to get Eliath's attention. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that did last long. Look at me! Look at me! (laughs) That 
that didn't last long because then Eliath turns the attention back to Sylvie and Loki starts running towards her. Yeah. And as Eliath is right there, like right in front of Sylvie, oh, something averts his attention. And we see future Loki, classic Loki, whatever we're calling this Loki. Um, <laughs> we see him conjuring up a whole city all around him. And um, that city is Asgard because yeah. he wanted to go back to Asgard, as he said, when they were in you know, their hideout. So how he creates Asgard using magic, it's kind of how Wanda created Westview. So oh, yeah. yeah. Um, future Loki wished he could go back to Asgard, whereas Wanda wished she could have a future with Vision. Yeah. 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 Also, the Void versus classic Loki is, um, or future Loki, that is taken exactly and directly from the Siege comic books. It's a series where he did exactly that, where he conjured up and he created Asgard. So Sylvie um, asks how he is doing that. And Loki says that they are stronger than they realize. And so then Sylvie and Loki um, grab hands and Sylvie says that they're going to enchant Elias. And he says that he doesn't know how. And Sylvie says he does because they are the same. So I had a quick tidbit on that. Um, that holding hands, you know, makes mental power stronger. And in their joint effort to enchant Elias, um, you know, they hold their hands. And this image asks, acts uh, somewhat to a homage to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Where Peter Quill and the Guardians uh, all held hands to For wield the, the Power yes. Stone yeah. uh, against Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. That's awesome. I also mm-hmm. have, uh, during this time, um, if you listen to the... I don't know if I should save this for the, no, I'll do it now. So um, in episode four, would they show Sylvie playing with her toys with the Valkyrie swoops in to save everyone from the dragon? Okay. So that's episode mm-hmm. four, the Valkyrie. Now, while, you know, classic or future Loki is building Asgard and Sylvie and, um, our Loki are trying to enchant um, Elias. In the, you can hear the music is Wagner's mm-hmm. "Ride of the Valkyrie" in mm-hmm. the background. I just about shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I that that opera has me to my core. I will tell you why one little tidbit about young miss Nikki here. I studied opera vocals from the time I was eight until I was 21. I was going to be an opera singer. And then I quit because, uh, you can't get laid as an opera singer. Uh, but you can get laid if you're a jazz singer. So I switched. So (laughs) then I joined a jazz band. Little fun facts we had no idea. Right. right. So, but I do, I love opera. I studied opera for many years. I was a season ticket holder to the lyric opera for many years. 
And when um, Wagner's Valkyrie was, okay, so if you're familiar with it, it's the kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. That one, that is mm -hmm. Ride of the Valkyries. That's the very last part of this eight hour opera. It's eight hours. No, thank you. Yikes. Nobody has seen the first two acts. I'm talking nobody. So when they play, so I had tickets for it, for the lyric, and we decided to go at eight o'clock uh, right when act three starts. That's when everybody goes, is that during act three? Although they still did act one and two. They started at like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So... So at eight o'clock, we go, or four o'clock, whatever. So we go, we go, we sit down, me and my girlfriend, and we have our tickets. We sit down and we're going to watch Wagner's Valkyrie. And um, we're, we're sitting there and this bald man comes and sits down next to me. And I look at him and I take a double take. It's fucking Billy Corrigan from oh. Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. And this is the opera where the term, it ain't over till the fat lady sings, because this is where the opera, the, you have the large lady with the big uh, brass bra with the, with mm -hmm. the Viking horns. Uh -huh. And she belts out this beautiful note at the end. And the reason why it ain't over till the fat lady sings because that opera is eight hours long. And that is the last part of the opera. So that's where that and I wonder out. why everybody claps. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. They're like, they're all, thank God. They're like, brava, brava. You know? So they're anyway, like, my ass is fucking numb. Right. So I, I lean over and I don't want to bug him. I mean, he's here with his, with his person and I'm like, I don't want to bug him. He comes here because he probably feels that he can come here and no one's going to fucking know him. Who the hell listens to opera knows Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins? Uh, yours truly. Right? <laughs> and I just have to be sitting next to him. So I don't want to bug him. All I did is I leaned over. And I go, I love your work. And he leaned oh, over and he goes, thank you. And Aww. that's and that's how I met Billy, Billy Corrigan. That's awesome. <laughs> that that's was it. So cool. And that was it. But yeah, Flight of the Val or Ride of the Valkyries uh, is playing in the background. And it's one of my, I don't know. I mean, everybody has seen Bugs Bunny and, you know, Kill the Wabbit. I mean, it's in everybody's psyche all the time. And I just mm -hmm. love the fact that the correlation between her playing with the Val with the Valkyries and then now she's trying to get that life back is amazing. Very good insight. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. So we see Eliath destroying the city. Uh, that classic Loki is creating and um, classic Loki just keeps recreating and Sylvie and Loki link on to Eliot and they both start enchanting it and um, <laughs> I love this part classic Loki screams glorious purpose <laughs> before Eliot consumes him 
Aww. Do you think I he's dead? Really I don't think he's dead. Oh, Mr. I, Big, do you I think that classic Loki is dead? Classic Loki? Well, Richard Grant. Oh, yeah. You think he's dead? You don't think he's coming back? No. Yeah. Why would they get such a big actor for such a little role then? Emma Caulfield. Emma Caulfield, right. He's like, well, look at Emma Caulfield. All right, you're right. All right. Thank you. Okay. Love you. Okay. So cute. <laughs> I love him oh, yeah. so much. He's I so did. Cute. I thought I thought that meant he he was gone, gone because it was just it was such like a powerful moment. Like he yeah. he you know screams out, you know, essentially their key phrase, glorious purpose, and then bam, he's gone. Yeah. So, so maybe then, he, um, maybe he figured out his glorious purpose was to you know help the help good save yeah help, help save help for the better you know or mm-hmm. help save himself i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> See, it's in it's not incest it's masturbation yeah <laughs> no all right so um a then turns the attention back to um, Sylvie and Loki and starts approaching them and the enchantment finally works and Loki opens his eyes and the veil of Eliath opens and they see <gasps> a, a glimpse of a mysterious city off in the distance and they begin to walk toward it. Who's in and there? That is how it ends. Who's in there? So obviously everybody thinks it's Castle Limbo, which is home of King the Conqueror. Okay. It also it resembles Dr. Doom's home of Doomsday. Really? Like mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Strange Dr. Doom? Fantastic Four Dr. Doom. I meant Fantastic Four Dr. Doom? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. it could be because Fantastic Four is supposed to be the end of Phase Four. True. So that could yeah. be that he's the he's the bad guy. But also to also to I'm not even. Although, okay. but but Nikki's Nikki's staying with King, King the, the Conqueror. Conqueror. Yeah. But I'm just saying that there's another option for me and Jamie. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but Nikki's is. not changing her mind. <laughs> no. Nikki's not changing her no. mind. She's not allowed to. Nope. <laughs> I got one episode left. There's one episode left. But what if, I mean, look at the last nope. two. It was somebody nope. no front and center all along. It was Agatha all along. And she was in the whole show the whole time. And then here, look, it was uh, the bad guy here in, um, in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier were, was, uh, was what's her face? Uh, Kelly. Sharon. No, Kelly. Oh, yeah, Sharon. She was the surprise villain all along. She was in the whole thing. So, Carly, you mean? Carly. I was going to say Carly, but no, it's Sharon. You're right. Well, I mean, it's a culmination, right? Yeah. But they were in the episode the entire time. Yeah. Right. Like right in front of our face. Right. right. So, we know Ravana is one of it them. It could be her all along. Could be her. Maybe she is. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I'm not. Man, 
Why do we have to make a living out of predicting false predictions? Can't we just be like weathermen? They're wrong 95% of the time. They still have a fucking job. Yeah. Right? Well, hey, we've been doing pretty good with this one. Because let me read you. Our, I know we um, have been doing really well. I'm been proud. Doing pretty good. So wait, let me go over. Because we have some actual answered questions for clarity. Well, I'm done with my tidbit. So, so here are some of the other void backgrounds. Uh, Easter eggs that I missed, but I found on the Googler. Dr. Strange's uh, demolished san- sanctum san- sanctorium is in there. Uh, didn't look like it, but whatever. They showed a picture. I'm like, I'll throw it in. And then there was a pirate ship near a UFO that may refer to Dr. Doom. Uh, Dr. Doom, whose first comic book appearance centered on both time travel and pirates bit of a stretch but okay and then there was a japanese atom bomb uh okay and a hydra helicopter and then i read an article about the parallels of the wizard of oz to the loki series even more yes there's three there's three big parallels sylvie and dorothy are both young girls taken at a young age that are just trying to get home that's one. Mm-hmm. Also, all the supporting characters of the Wizard of Oz come to realize that they had what they needed all along, just like Loki at the end of this episode with the enchantments. He's had it all along. And mm-hmm. Ravana refers to the real head of the TVA as the man behind the curtain. Yes. So mm-hmm. there you go. Those are the three. They wrote a whole article on those three similarities to the Wizard of Oz. I want to know where the ruby or silver slippers are, depending if you're a book or a movie person. Where are those shoes, right? So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all I got. I am officially done with tidbits. Okay. Um, All right. Questions. You want to do clarified questions for clarity or theories first? questions okay so i got we have a clarified question for clarity finally it took episode five but we only have one answered question for clarity i'll take it i'll take it uh the question was does everyone go to the same place when pruned yep yes we found that out right away yes they all go and get eaten by a giant smoke dragon. Yeah. So, Aimed a Um, Just yes. to recap our other questions for clarity that have yet to be answered. What is the TVA's beef with Loki? How did everyone at the TVA get their names? <laughs> did the TVA yeah. create this variant of Loki? Which I guess is answered, right? I kept it in there because I'm not sure yet. I'm not confident in saying no. Yeah, I, I don't know that we know that yet. Okay, that's why I kept it in there. Uh, what do the colors mean? Uh, it's looking like we know. Yep, um, Alyssa already and, told us. And now we know <laughs> the right one. The right colors, yeah. Yeah, the right colors with the right stones. Yeah, now right. we know what the colors mean. Uh, which right episodes. Yeah. yeah, which Loki is the original Loki? We still don't know. And does everybody... Oh, yeah. And if, does everybody go to the same place? I'll erase this one because, yes, we answered that. Yes, they do. 
go to the same place. They all go to the void. Mm -hmm. All right. Theories. Um, so we have one theory that came to fruition, which is the Mobius theory that he, um, that they're all get there against their will. They're all kidnapped. Mm -hmm. We got that. Um, the Loki theory has yet to be proven. We will see. That is that the TVA is actually part of the quantum realm. Mm -hmm. So we will see. That has yet to be answered. What if Sylvie enchants Loki all along and creates this entire story to get to the TVA? That's bullshit. I will erase that because we know that's shit. That mm -hmm. was just out of my ass. Shit. And then your infinity stone theory, which is coming to fruition in our mm -hmm. midst. And then we had the FDR might be connected to Mobius somehow. That has yet to mm -hmm. be Maybe Here's we'll a, find out when he burns TVA down. To the ground. Yeah, we'll find mm -hmm. out. Yeah, that would be fun. Mm -hmm. yep. And then, so here's my new theory. It's my Ravana theory. In the comics, she's a princess from the 43rd century who's in love with Kang, right? Maybe in the show, she was a princess from the 43rd century brought here as a variant and she ends up meeting Kang in the season final Ooh, starting ah. that whole love story so maybe interesting interesting huh so much do you guys do you guys have any other theories who do you think it's gonna be in that castle aye, aye, aye. Part of i'm gonna say doctor i'm gonna say dr doom just to be out there Okay. Be different. But go right. ahead. Jim. I'm gonna write it down. So I'm King, the Conqueror. I'm gonna say a part of me wants to say like it somehow has to involve Ravana just because she she knows so much. She is playing it up like she doesn't, but I feel like she knows. All right. All right. So I don't know that it'll be Ravana. her, but I feel like there will be some She's connection. Definitely, yes. She is so definitely involved. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Ravana. I got that down. Ravana is involved mm -hmm. in some way. Got it. I just wrote got it instead of some way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done and done. All right. Anything else we need to cover, ladies? Next week, tomorrow, because we're recording, not tomorrow, Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday. I'm going to edit all day tomorrow. Hopefully, it'll be up tomorrow night, if not 5 a.m. Wednesday morning at the latest. <sighs> all right, Liz, what do you got, lady? Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Anchor. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to give us your predictions for episode six, let us know. We want to hear from you. You can email us at americasassesgalcast at gmail.com. And there's another thing I'd really like you guys to do. If you could like us, love us, follow us, rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. And one more thing. I love you. Love you. I love you. 3,000!
speaking of dick pics okay i i know where you're going with this <laughs> i finished sex life <laughs> i haven't started it yet oh my god when you are decompressing after on your week off not off but I was you know like i still work you know what i mean i know your week of decompression you need to watch this. You girl. need to watch it. Okay. Few things. One, the script is terrible. Two, the acting <laughs> is terrible. Three, the love scenes, the sex scenes, the fucking scenes are fantastic. <laughs> oh my God. Took me two days. Like the, two the, days to I watch told it. You. I'm here. I love it. Once you see it, there are not challenges, but there there's things on t the Tiki Talk that show <laughs> people's reactions to a certain scene. Oh, I know, I see them all the time. Right on my Tiki Talks episode three, like nineteen forty or something. Yes, yes. Like yes. I saw one where it was it a, totally a, be a lady it. recording her grandma, yes. like yes. ninety, and I was like, "Oh fuck." Oh my God. It's steamy. It's, it's, it's so distastefully wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So I am going to, um, I kind of feel bad that I'm making you watch, um, uh, that I'm making you watch all my geeky shit. I got to find some kind of kinky ass stupid shit for you to watch. <laughs> okay. Cause it will not live up to this. So this could be uh, Leviathan uh, sword. What was that? Her chair. This fucking chair. <laughs> sounded like a fart. I'm not going to lie. No. Ready? It sounded like a fart. <laughs> what the hell? This fucking chair. This has been America's asses.